I've always been fascinated by how the church arranges the scriptures at times. Today we hear that the Magi have already departed, and we celebrate that next week. So we go back to go forward. But what an awesome experience that must have been. Could you imagine, here Joseph is, and he wants to take care of his family. And yet, the angel says, flee to Egypt, because Herod's going to try to kill your son. Well, he's already gone through one experience with an angel. Here's another time. I'm sure he's wondering, how many more times is this going to happen to me? But what an incredible gift he was given. Take your son and flee to Egypt. So he takes off and goes. Then, remarkable as always, the angel comes back again. Now it's okay to go back. Go to the land of Israel. So he packs up his son and his wife, and they head back. But as he's approaching, he hears that Herod's son has taken over. It's easy to be afraid, because if Herod was going to kill his son, what would Herod's son do to his son? But again, he listens to scriptures. He was well aware of what scriptures were saying. Go to Nazareth in Judea. There make your home. And that's what he did. He took Mary and Jesus and went to Nazareth. So the scriptures could be fulfilled. He will be called a Nazarene. Family life is so precious for any father to really hear the calling of the Lord to take care of his family. That's the greatest gift we give in the sacrament of matrimony. Husband and wife becoming one, taking care of one another. As we listen to St. Paul today talking to the church in Colossia, how it's important for the wife to be subordinate to the husband. But we have a whole different concept of what that means today. But Paul was saying, first of all, is yes, he got the attention of the, of the church there. But he adds something. He says, now husbands, you've got to love your wives. That was unheard of. The wives were to be totally submissive to the husbands. Husbands didn't have to do anything. But he's saying, no, you are to love your wives. What a wonderful gift he was given to the church. And how a father is to take care of his children, to love them, not to rile them up, but to show them the incredible gift of love. Just as a father loves each one of us, that earthly father needs to love just the same to care for his children with great gift of grace and love. We see so many families today that are broken because society doesn't want us to have an intact family. But what a precious gift that is. What a great sign it is to the world of what it means to be a family, to be held together by Christ's love. That's so critical in the sacrament of marriage. That there's three persons, the husband, the wife, and Christ. Christ needs to be the center of that relationship. 
If he's not, then the family breaks apart. To share Christ's love in a family. Celebrating prayer together. Since Vatican II, the rosary has sort of left our universe, especially in Catholic families. It is such a precious gift to be able to sit down, take 15 to 20 minutes, and pray together. And not just to rush through the rosary because it's something we do, but to actually pray, to meditate on the incredible mysteries. It's fascinating how some of our Protestant friends say, why would you say the rosary? It's scripture. It's the very heart of what we believe. All the mysteries about Christ. To put us in a state of meditation, reflecting on God's presence in our lives through Jesus Christ. To offer our prayers for one another, for our family, to care for them. Prayer should be the center of who we are as a family as a domestic family, as a church family, as a family in the community, sharing Christ's love with one another. May that be a real sign for us in this Christmas season. Just as the Holy Family shared together the love of God, may we too share that love with one another.